Hey yo, hey yo, listen. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Sin. 90.7. Hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Damn you! You get hit the easy one. You're listening to Sin Hip Hop. Yes, get it. <laughs> That's on Sin Hip Hop on Sin 90.7. You're here with Dabs, Louise, Vic, and Danny. Up next, we've got a crazy interview for an artist that we would like to introduce as No. And following the release of his EP and a 13-show Australian tour, No is back with his first single of 2020. The single sets the tone of his upcoming EP, which is called Burgundy Love, and is set to drop in April. This EP brings forth a couple of statements of intent as No breaks down as an artist that consistently etches his name in the whole of music fame. Up next, after this, we're gonna play one of No's tracks called Down that goes on to talk about his friend's death that brought a couple of emotions, including regret, hopelessness, and an epiphany within himself. And I hope you guys can be able to connect with that, connect with the music, and connect with the vision. No, can you hear us? Yo, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm Dabs, and Danny's on the other mic over here. Hope you can hear us, right? Hey, No. Danny and Dad, what's good? Thanks for having me. Easy, easy. So you've just come off the back of a huge 2019. You dropped your EP Reasons and you had a massive Australian tour with 13 different shows. Um, what motivates you to be such a like productive artist? Oh, man. Um, I just think in this day and age, any independent artist has to, has to have persistence and has to keep pushing forward to... I think the only thing that really inspires me to just keep moving is just the fact that that's all we can do um, as independent artists. We don't we don't get help in regards to I mean community helps like community radio like yourself, which mm. is absolutely amazing. But you know there's there's no record labels knocking or anything like that. It's just a matter of doing it for the music and doing it for the love. And um, as cliche as that sounds, that's you know we do it for the culture. Mm. So um, I just want to keep putting out music um, and. The only way I know how is just to be consistent and persistent. And speaking of community, on your 13-date tour last year, you were touring alongside local hip-hop veteran Draft. What was it like to uh, work alongside him so closely? Oh, man, it was absolutely amazing. Like, um, the fact that he even brought me on tour was an absolute blessing for me, and I was absolutely honoured to be, be there, but um, shadowing the tour with him and... Um, I learned so much. Um, it gave me so much guidance, and um, I hope to learn and grow from from that experience. And I hope to hopefully jump on another national tour with someone else in the future. But the experience was, yeah, second to none. <clears throat> the playing to the shows and every state, um, meeting new people, meeting avid hip hop lovers, learning from Draft himself, um, and the support. You know, a bit of belief in the rest of the band. Um, it was just it was just a crazy experience. It's probably um, influenced me to work harder this year as well. <laughs> With um the music that's now being released, like in the like what we call it, the newer era of rap, right? Um, with the more trappier sound, do you feel like having music with a more jazz-oriented sound, like saxophones and everything? Do you feel like that's more unique than what you would hear coming out now? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel if everyone has their own lane, right? Like whether you jump on the big club stuff or the trap stuff or um, you're on more jazzy or lo-fi, I think everything has a lane. And I think in this in this climate of music, it's about finding people that resonate with your music. Um, so I don't think it's any more unique or anything like that. Like, I'm not the first one to rap on jazzy beats and my influences are from the 90s and um, people like Westside Gun and Griselda Records and... 
um, people in the US that are still doing this. So um, it just goes to show there's so many different avenues for music and there's so many different audiences. It just happens to be that this project and my last project are a bit more jazzy. I, I think there's amazing uniqueness in people's lyrics and the way they rap over trap stuff as well. It's just a matter of, you know, how you... Um, how you put it out and, and how people uh, consume it. And when you were growing up and like throughout your career, have you drawn influences from like non sort of jazzy inspirations as well? Oh man, probably. Yeah. I, 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 I draw inspirations. Yeah. Like, you know, probably like obviously a majority of my influences are from um, hip hop. Um, that's, that's the first thing, but mm-hmm. You know, I, I listened to a lot of music and um, a lot of it w- was band orientated as well when I was younger. So I listened to Radiohead, um, Jebediah, an old Australian band. You know, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. Uh, Limp Biscuit. I used to love Limp Bizkit. Um, and a lot of hardcore bands. And then also you've got more dance orientated music or dubstep and things like that. So electronic based, band based, um, it's all been an influence. And also graffiti and the, and the art culture as well. And um, I think anything that shows an expression is something that you can take on board and, and learn from. So I've been inspired from heaps of ways. So certainly there's heaps more than just, you know, jazz that's an influence or hip hop for sure. In the process of like finding a tribe and also finding your sound in, in your music, is there anyone close to you that you'd like to mention that also paid a huge influence in the inspiration and the coming and the fruition of your music? Oh man, I'll, I'll have to give a big shout out because it's in the home city. Uh, Remy and, and Sensible Jay have been absolute mentors to me um, in the past um, and good friends of mine. So those two have definitely definitely helped me to learn and, and grow in, in this industry and, and hopefully in the future prosper. Um, other than that, there's uh, just close friends and the people around me in my close circle. You know, Draft is another person I've learned from recently, but um, across the years, I've not really had a musical tribe, um, but I've had a lot of influence from friends and family, mm-hmm. certainly. And speaking of yeah. all of your sort of influences and your artistic process, we're very excited for your EP, Burgundy Love, to drop in April. How has the creation process for that been for you? Oh, man, it's been, to be perfectly honest, I've been suffering. But, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's, I, I think everyone goes through that process, you know, like you love it one day, you hate it the next, you think, it, you think no one's going to resonate with it, and then the next day you think it's the best thing you've ever made. And it's been a very long process. Um, some of these lyrics... I actually wrote when I was away. So I actually traveled to um, New York where I co-signed an EP um, about five years ago with a producer called Ilmont. And off the back of that, started writing new music um, and didn't come back to Australia and went and lived in London for another year. Um, And across those two years when I was away, I grew so much. I ended up not releasing the project I was doing and started writing a new project. Um, That is now... Um, what has turned into or grown into, manifested into Burgundy Love. Um, so the the project itself is um, an embodiment of the emotions uh, across that period of my growth, whether it be in New York or London, and then when I came back to Australia. Um, and it's sort of like a thematic project from A to B. Everything's got its place, um, whether it be, you know, uh, my my friend passing away or, um, me uh, having my heart broken or me losing a job or um, all these things are, are 
manifested and embodied in that project. Yeah, so it's it's been a huge process. So when I got back to Perth, it was and to Australia, it was a matter of tightening up the music, um, finding other threads within the music that I could add to live musicians, um, getting some bass players in and some saxophonists and other musician singers, bringing it all together and sort of. I wanted it to be more than just beats. Um, I wanted it to feel cinematic, um, and that's been a process. But it's been really fun. It has been really fun, even though I'm suffering sometimes. <laughs> that's amazing, though. Like it's it's insane to be able to hear and for you to be able to go into that kind of creative process for the song and the EP. Can you tell us also about the lead single about the EP? The lead single is down. And before we play it for everyone else on air, are you able to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... It was. I had the, it's, it's the first single. Um, I picked the, that as the first single because it was special to me. Um, yeah, I had a moment, momentary uh, feeling of downness that I felt I had to write about, and um, there was a few reasons for that. And one of them, one of them that came to the forefront when writing those lyrics was um, that a friend of mine passed away when I was in New York, um, and he was in South Africa. And it was it was quite hard to sort of uh, comprehend that, and I hadn't spoken to him, and um, so there's a bit of emotions there in that track writing to him, um, but it's also um, a self-reflecting track of my own thoughts, and um, and this can go to anyone, and I hope it does about you know overthinking or falling into a pool of sadness and. You know, when you just feel like there's no one around to help you and things like that. And that's sort of what the song's about. And so the the the, the video that sort of ties with it, um, which is me in the ocean, is sort of this metaphor of drowning um, and floating and drowning and floating and drowning and sort of trying to stay and um, tread water um, and survive in life is essentially what the, what the song's about. But it does, it's not all depressing. It does end with a, it, it does sort of, um, I think the saddest points for a musician are the times when you are the most creative. Um, and so I found that <clears throat> even though you might be, you know, it might, you might have had a bad day at work or you might have, you don't know if your EP is going to be good or not, but those times when you feel down like that is when you're probably going to get the pen and write some more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was a, that was the testament to that, um, and so I felt like that should lead the project. Um, and I feel as though, you know, people can take something from that, hopefully. Yeah. And that's how I feel about it, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you've uh, invested a lot of yourself and I guess shown a lot of vulnerability in um, uh, in the latest single, but also in your upcoming EP. So I'm very, very excited to listen to it when it does uh, get released in April. And before we let you go, we have one question that we always love to ask all of our guests here at Sin Hip Hop. And if you were yeah. able to collaborate with any artist, living or dead, local or international, who would that be? Oh, man, throw me on the spot. <laughs> um... Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Oh, that's okay. a good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to show, got to, got to pay homage. Got to show love. He's a crazy inspiration for community work, but also an amazing rapper um, and a crazy entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually, he's probably a, he is a massive influence to me as well. Even though we 
may not be in the same lane. We may have been not have been in the same lane, but he's um yeah, his music resonates and he's a, he's an entrepreneur. He's crazy. So I'd love to work with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sadly, he's passed away. So rest in peace. But yeah. That's insane. That's a beautiful note to end it on. I'm not going to lie. But thank you. I'd like to thank you again from all everyone here at Zen Hip Hop. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for speaking to us about your, your about your EP. Thank you for speaking to us about your single. Thank you for sharing your expression to us. And Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, I appreciate it so much. Shout out to all the tr- crew over there. I'm so happy to be involved. Mm-hmm. And up next, we've got his EP, his lead song from the EP, Down on Zen Hip Hop. You're listening to Zen Hip Hop with Dabs, Larice, Vic, and Danny. <laughs>